get ready for some wind noise. That's what we're going to have today because it's windy. This is the first Burning Tarot tarot reading and podcast of the new school year of September 2020 in the time of COVID-19 in the time of an election season in the time of a lot of craziness I am maybe uh, what 20, 30, 40 feet from the Metolius River this hot wind that's blowing in that you might hear it feels like summer it feels like danger too there's still a fire being mopped up on the other side of the ridge here Green Ridge Fire and there are probably many more fires nearby not, a, not too bad of a fire year for us but I know it was very rough in California and some other places and so when I feel that nice, hot, toasty wind, I feel summer, and I feel fighter and danger, but I feel a kind of exulting, exultant kind of glimmer that arises from my belly. Summer, late summer, its own special season, seems to be doing its own thing. And it's kind of like an earthquake or a big crazy storm or a blizzard in the height of winter, the depths of winter perhaps. It gives you this feeling that you're insignificant in a good way. You're going to be blown along by the hot wind. It's going to blow into your life what it will. And that might be some pollen that makes you sneeze. That might be a huge, acute, sensory recollections from childhood summer days. That's what I just had before I sat down for this reading. This summer hot wind struck me as I walked out into a meadow and I suddenly was six years old. I was seven, I was 14. And a friend of mine who lives near here in Camp Sherman unexpectedly offered to take my child to her house with her kids. We were all hanging out and hiking together. And suddenly I'm alone and I had brought the cards hoping to do this reading. And one other client reading. You know who you are. Yes, I'm working on it. Give me a minute. (laughs) And so I'm walking walking through the hot, hot heat of this beautiful meadow. The tree's not far off. I can hear the river. And I'm being baked and I'm loving it because I know that freezing cold spring-fed river is just right close by. And that wind kicks up and I smell. And I don't smell in that wind hot tar. But when I was a kid, we lived on a road that was semi-paved with gooey tar and pieces of rock, gravel. And, uh, and in summer, we'd ride our bikes on that stuff, and it would stick to us. So the power of the wind 
it's a time travel power. And all these great powers of nature are like that. And we access, we access that through our senses. By breathing, by feeling the wind on our skin. Maybe you can hear the wind now. You know I hate wind noise and background airplanes and things when I'm recording, but I'm gonna enjoy it today. Hearing is another way that it brings back different times. I think it can even evoke memories of places that we've never actually been as far as we know in our conscious lives. There's a power to late summer. It's a crispy, strange, transitional power. I took refuge beneath the falling limbs of a gigantic, old, old ponderosa. These limbs are literally reaching down to the ground. If they fall right now, I will die. So this tree is dying, but she is beautiful. I would guess 800 years old, 500, a lot. So old that she can reach her arms down and touch the earth from, that's the lowest branches, so they're like, whatever, 30, 35 feet up. This is our beautiful toasty earth. I gave her a hug. I am a tree-hugging hippie after all, and smelled the butterscotchiness and the vanilla smells and the toasty, toasty hot summer smell of her skin, the orange bark that these ponderosas develop over the centuries. And that is from whence I speak to you, my friends at Burning Tarot Land, our little handful of listeners. I was thinking about these branches and about how I choose to sit underneath them, even though I know that uh, they could fall and kill me. I choose to have a nice day with friends, even though, well, we're outside, but we're not exactly six feet the whole time certainly the kids aren't we choose this we choose this we know we could get the ill the hot wind blows and it could bring fire does that mean we don't want there to be wind does that mean ponderosas should never be allowed to die or people to walk in hot meadows Not really. It's all a balancing act, this whole existence. These decisions are hard and can seem insurmountable and just no way to decide them some days. Honestly, I'll draw tarot cards, but more often than that, I flip a coin. (laughs) Should I go out into the world today? Should I stay at home? This kind of thing. And so these were my thoughts sitting under this tangle of beautiful limbs. And I'm going to take a picture of that for you. Thinking of how I want to experience this beauty and I want to experience this ponderosa pine tree. And I want to allow myself to time travel with the smells and the feelings of hot, hot summer wind. Even though something bad could happen, I still want to revel. I still want to revel in this planet and in my body with its sensory apparatus. The fact that I'm able to do this gives me joy. And I was just thinking about that. The fear 
and the excitement and the unknownness when I started flipping the cards around, waiting for our card to pop out. And it did. <laughs> and it was perfect, of course. What is it about those cards? They manage to be perfect so often. I pulled the Wheel of Fortune. The Wheel of Fortune is card X, card 10, in the Major Arcana. And we're using the Golden Tarot today. So we have a weird kind of nativity scene here in this depiction. We see, that actually looks like a goat, an ox, and no, that is an ass. The ox and the ass, that's donkey to you, are munching on straw from a manger, and we see a straw roof above them. But in the foreground, there's some kind of room, presumably in this stable. And there's a nice red coverlet. You know, I don't usually get that nice of a coverlet when I sleep in my stable. Your mileage may vary. But these are taken from um, early Renaissance um, paintings. All these images collaged together. So here we are, magically in a red coverlet bedroomish thing in our stable. And here's Mary clutching onto baby. Jesus presumed. And peculiarly, what's that word? Peculiarly. Why is that even hard to say? Peculiarly, the presumed Joseph is on the floor starting a little fire, blowing on it, and maybe making some food. He just looks kind of weird there, I gotta say. And then up in the corner, is more of a traditional depiction of the Wheel of Fortune itself and um, the various important symbolic creatures that you will also find on the World card, right? Card 21 in the Major Arcana. They're at uh, the four corners of the wheel. Yes, I know wheels don't have corners, but that's what we call them. Um, just like the, the, the four corners of the Wheel of the Year. And so we have the angel and the lion and whoever uh, moving this wheel around, floating around it. What the hell does that all mean, perhaps, you might ask? The tree just threw a piece of bark at me. Well, hello. Um, what the hell does all that mean? What it means is that this moment could be a hinging moment, an important one, but we might not know it yet. Fate is really meddling with us right now, all of us, and certainly any of our tiny handful of people that has heard the call to listen to the Burning Tarot podcast, my friends, just us, our little group. We're being told, we're being, yeah, maybe we're just getting a strong suggestion that we might want to allow fate its hand right now. Or to be aware that fate is moving strongly right now. 
that things that are far beyond our control and which this is really important we don't really know how they're going to work out these are the things that are in play at the moment what can we do while this stuff is playing out right now what I can do is listen to the hot wind coming in and I can watch the tree boughs moving and I can smell the pine sap right now I can recognize that a baby is born someplace who will change the course of history. Some will use his birth as an excuse to murder, colonialize, convert, and destroy. Others will be inspired by his words and deeds for millennia to come. And they will use this inspiration to do great works in the world and to find the goodness in their own hearts to be more generous with other people to throw their shoes away and walk barefoot some baby getting born in a manger in a stable somewhere possibly with a weird stepfather blowing on a fire nearby never know possibly with a fancy red coverlet So that's how fate works. The wheel turns. We have a role in these things sometimes. We don't always know what that role is, but sometimes we can feel it when we are resisting. We can feel the sensation of trying to stop the wheel of fate from turning. That's something we we know what that feels like, right? So anytime you've had that like, oh my God, I'm a giant control freak. Everyone, everything must do what I say now. I don't know. I have that feeling sometimes. Um, I was raised by someone who had that feeling a lot. Um, that feeling, part of what we're doing there is, is we're saying, I don't trust that wheel. I don't trust history or fate. If there's some baby getting born right now, I'm going to go stop it. I know, yeah, I know about the, like, the crusades are going to happen later. Let's go back in time and get that baby. Tell that Mary, don't have that baby. Stop. Things don't work like that. As appealing as that may sound to some, generally when a baby's ready to get popped out, do some hatching, you can't stand in its way. And you might not even want to if you had larger perspective. I won't pretend to have larger perspective. All I have is the perspective of now, this little lifetime I'm in, being blown about by the hot winds. But I thank the tarot for always being so good about um, just offering up messages like this. The Wheel of Fortune coming today says to me, and hopefully, to you, my friends, sweetie darlings, that there may be things that you cannot influence or maybe shouldn't even try to, and that there may be something of value in being aware of the idea of fate, of larger forces, of being someone with a role in a particular life, but not actually being responsible 
for preventing uh, a possibly inevitable moment from occurring. This is a good time to recognize that some positive things are ripening, things that we cannot see. This is a good time to look for the star in the east that might lead us to the important child being born somewhere whose influence we cannot see yet. This is a good time to recognize, you know, the fate, fate doesn't necessarily want to tell us right now what we're part of. We're part of something bigger. We're part of something that certainly takes us past this election cycle. Might take us well, well, well beyond this lifetime. I can't pretend to know what all that stuff is. I can know what it's like to resist it and to try to stay small and try to be a complete control freak. Because I do that stuff. And strangely, I find it really unpleasant. So I'm going to use the sign of the Wheel of Fortune to be on the lookout for hints from fate, to be on the lookout for special stars. Which, by the way, just so you know, I saw the most weird, incredible shooting star a couple weeks ago up in the mountains. And it stretched all the way across the sky with a giant tail. It looked like that, that thing at the beginning of a Walt Disney movie. You know what I'm talking about? I think maybe that one's Tinkerbell. But this was real. I was just like, what? Who put the movie on the sky, you guys? It was real. My husband saw it too. Later, I met up with somebody who turned out to be camping nearby at another camping place. They saw it too. So this would be a good time to say, oh, I'm going to look for signs in the night sky. Signs that will help tell me what, what I can be inspired by. What I can find to, to, to find holy. What can lead me to holiness and newness? Where's something that will humble me by its vast presence? And it's small regularness, for in another way, a baby being born is really no big deal at all. The Wheel of Fortune says, look for these. Look for these signs and look for these moments. They're happening all the time. Feel the hot wind on your face. Don't turn away from it. Find a tree. Hug it. Feel its oldness or its youth. Or hey, maybe it's middle-aged like you. <laughs> like me. Sorry, was I projecting there? Embrace its timeliness, its temporal nature. These are things that we can do even when the world appears to be falling apart around us. And our little tarot deck is saying, do this, do this now. And maybe do this throughout the next week or two, whenever we're feeling super stressed out. Remind ourselves, well, we matter, but we're not the be all and we're not the end all. And we don't know everything. We don't know the ramifications of every event that's happening right now around us and to us. We can't know. So, my friends, my sweet darlings, I hope you will enjoy being part of whatever history is being made right now. I encourage all of us to make positive choices and work toward the greater good now. 
but I also feel that that we should acknowledge these much bigger cycles that are going on and that even if terrible things happen today it might be part of a much more beautiful cycle that unfolds over a very long period of time thank you for being with me as the wheel turns as the wheel of the year creaks toward the autumnal equinox I'm very glad to have you on this journey with me. I would be delighted to do tarot readings for you personally as well. Um, I've got a few to do, but I'm largely open and can turn things around quicker now than I could a couple months ago. So if you want to buy yourself a reading, that would be super awesome. And yeah, I guess that's all I got for you. Just fate. Just the great historic timeline. Just massive, massive trees. And the inevitability of summer turning into winter. That and some air hugs and love. Goodbye. I'm T at Burning Tarot.